to the first installment of our podcast, Wired In. On this podcast, we will be covering all things new and exciting in beauty tech. We will host conversations and interviews with people in the industry to explore topics including new tech developments, trends in beauty, and more. Today, our founder, Stanislas Vandier, sits down with Wired Beauty employee, Brianna Boardman, and beauty blogger, Sri Katiravan, to talk about diversity and inclusion in beauty and beauty tech, a conversation which we feel is deeply important and relevant to the current situation of the world. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. So I think one thing for me in the future is to really um, not have minority as a as an afterthought, but it is part of the main um, part of the skin line, part of all the all the ranges and the campaigns, and having more advocacy through minorities. And this is including, you know, Black, Asian, um, also varying genders um, and sexuality, and also, you know, I I would love even disabled bodies um, to be in marketing campaigns, just so everyone can see themselves and beauty. It's not this niche. Uh, to be, uh, you know, tall and skinny and young is the beauty ideal that, you know, um, culture really, uh, uh, you know, pushes. So that's one. Two is uh, the psychology of beauty. I think, you know, there's a lot of cultural pressures about, um, especially for females, for beauty as a currency and that you should hold on to it and use the power but you know beauty is uh not lasting it's only when you're um young and and cultural even in hollywood you see this like i was watching this interview about iron man with uh, Scarlett johansson and robert downey jr's iron man gets asked about his character development and how robert downey jr prepared for it and then scarlett's question is about how she got um uh how she got in shape for her role. And so constantly women are, you know, kind of, it's all about how you look and you can, um, you know, even like, it's not about the skill that you bring to the table. It's more about, oh, how you look. And everyone, even women, use these against people. So I really want people to know about what psychology um, is behind beauty and why as a cultural we place such a high value on it. And how we can change that conversation so even young women uh, um, can learn that it's more about how you look, but more about what you can do with your body and what skills you bring to the table. Um, so I also want to, you know, how, how to use the psychology of beauty um, to empower women versus, you know, try to look like this beauty ideal and spend so much time on makeup and weight control. Um, when you can be using those uh, mental resources and financial resources on your future or doing a skill. So I think there's a lot there about the psychology of beauty. And then also third, I talked about sustainability and clean beauty. Um, There's been a lot of scandals uh, in well-known beauty companies about having, you know, lead in their products, um, FDA crackdown on um, uh, some lipstick brands. And I think, you know, kind of what's happening in the food industry with uh, all the, the raw, the clean, the clean food with three ingredients. Can we give beauty to, you know, less ingredients that everyone can understand what they're putting on their face? Um, 
so there's less, uh, you know, chemical or any of that. So something about um, less ingredients, uh, less sustainable, uh, more sustainable um, uh, beauty. And then also with technology, I, I see a lot of potential with technology. And Stan mentioned that technology right now, it's a lot of um, to push new products, just to create and push new products. And technology can just do so much more where I was thinking of a use case where um, teens will look at social media, maybe they have a self-boosting exercise after, dependent on the number of minutes they spend on social media looking at these very, um, if they were looking at these fashion pictures where everything is much edited, um, because there's research that shows at a subconscious level we're constantly internalizing these skinny images, this uh, white, uh, you know, more blonde hair, blue eyes, kind of western idealized beauty, Whereas in reality, it's um, beauty comes in a lot of uh, different uh, ranges, and so is there a potential to uh, uh, mitigate some of the self-esteem loss from looking at these images? Um, and you know, it's not just on social media. It's either when you're looking at the news, you're reading the news. At the bottom of the news, there are all these pictures. Oh, so and so lost weight. Oh, so and so got old. Oh, so and so got third plastic surgery. It's like why you know like even if you're just trying to watch i mean read the news you're still exposed to um people getting uh you know comments about their appearance constantly and you know you internalize those messages and you internalize those pictures that you see even if you think they're not real even if you think yeah they're heavy photoshop fake skin and all this that but you still um the research shows that there is a slight um uh, self-esteem, the, the the decrease. So, can we do something to uh, mitigate some of that so people, you know, feel less pressure to um, uh, be skinny all through their life and uh, you know be so scared of wrinkles and spots and dark circles, you know? Um, so, there's a lot about the psychology of beauty that I think people don't know a lot about. We're constantly being um, influenced by it, but don't know. And can we use technology to mitigate that? But also um, using technology to, you know, mine or use it like uh, mine forums with AI to see if there's, because um, similar to La Clinique Digital, um, you know, when you have skin problems and uh, the technology gives you a questionnaire and then you go, I mean, the technology mines the beauty forums, reviews to uh, uh, recommend products one use case I thought of, but I know there's a lot of privacy issues and um, so that's something to be aware of, but I think there's just so much with technology and beauty that um, it really is going to be the future. Yeah, cool, interesting. Um, there is not a, mo a lot to say uh, on top of that. Uh, Brianna, do you have any... Uh, any uh, we'll come back on Dark Circles, uh, by the way, Sri. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of, of my favorite topics. Uh, I'll explain you why after. But uh, uh, Brianna, any any? Uh, I I've got some comments after. But do you have any comments? Any ideas? No, on I definitely agree. I think in terms of diversity and representation, so many companies use the excuse of oh, or for products at least they'll release um, a line and only have a few shades and they, they say, oh, we wanted to see if it was successful and then we'll extend the shade line instead of just coming out with many shades in the beginning to make sure everyone is 
included and um, like you were saying how images are internalized of the western beauty that is totally a part of it when you see that the shades that are released are not inclusive then you I don't know you you totally internalize those those um, facts as well and um, in terms of the beauty tech there's a ton of opportunity there like you were mentioning um, and I think it's it's kind of untapped there there's definitely a lot of beauty tech out there um, but a lot of people aren't aware of what there is and um, there's beauty tech that is like Facetune is considered beauty tech but then there's beauty tech like NC Beauty and Think Dirty where you can see if there's ratings on the products you use so it's it's more about raising awareness because I didn't know about those two apps that I just mentioned before um, kind of doing a dive into clean beauty and into beauty technology so it's, it's kind of just getting people aware of the fact that these things exist and that they are tools that are totally available to help them navigate the beauty world yeah, cool. I like that. Um, I I seem to 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 jump on uh, uh, some of the points, uh, um, and um, as we discussed, uh, um, I think there is. I mean, the feedback I'm getting, the impression I'm getting is that uh, beauty tech uh, is definitely a fantastic tool for. Uh, uh, better understanding uh, uh, um, of uh, individual skin uh, and individual uh, 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 very specific uh, uh, needs, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, for example, to come back on the dark circle, uh, um, for some people it doesn't matter, for some people it does, uh, um, and, and the most important and where I think there is a huge challenge and divide to come back on what you just said, Brianna, in uh, beauty tech is that either you push or you pull. Uh, either you use beauty tech to push products or you say, look, I'm happy to share a bit of uh, my power uh, balance and I'm happy to give you a bit of power so that you get to know yourself better, so that uh, you're happy then to share uh, your data with me because I'm gonna, I've got my labs and I'm going to help you and I'm going uh, 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 to uh, provide you with the best solution today, uh, maybe tomorrow if I'm still good and maybe the day after if I'm even better. So I think there is a huge uh, 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 divide in beauty tech between uh, 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 wish, desire, strategy to collect data to push more products or... Uh, and this is exactly what you said, three, what, ha- what we have in mind with uh, La Clinique Digital is uh, uh, use uh, uh, digital technologies to uh, 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 go back to a new kind of data, new kind of information. Uh, um, and and uh, uh, that can be very challenging. We'll come back on that after for some uh, parts of the industry. But that's the sense and the direction of history. So, uh, uh, um, uh, as you said, uh, the most important is to get this kind of uh, 
new sensors, new kind of information uh, widely known, and then people decide. And, and, and I'm deeply convinced as well that it will involve different business models which are good for everyone, which are good for the industry, which are good for the environment. So I'm very optimistic about the way things will change. But at the beginning, you need to change uh, people's mind. And that, I think, is definitely what people, to come back on the discussion we had, what people who made this uh, petition and what have been happening in the recent event, uh, it's crazy how uh, uh, political uh, events now collide, connect with uh, 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 individual uh, 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 strong uh, values and uh, uh, with uh, 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 companies' uh, appearance. And, and uh, you can think it's good or bad. Uh, I think it's not that bad. But uh, uh, what you are, uh, you are uh, if you're private, if you're public, and even if you're not well known, uh, uh, you, you are now due and thanks to digital, uh, one same uh, personality, and you can't tell stories. Uh, I know we all speak about storytelling in marketing and so on, but uh, the stories need to be sincere and to come from very deep in your, uh, in your beliefs, in your energy, in your uh, personal history, uh, uh, you need to respect other people definitely. So it's not like, uh, 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 it's complicated to all be totally unique, I think, for, uh, for an industry, but still, the, the respect, the dialogue, the way you listen, uh, the way you're truly dedicated to once again not pushing nor imposing your views, but to build something together is uh, is uh, both in uh, in uh, in personal relationship uh, in uh, uh, in business and in politics definitely the new way forward. It takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of resources, and uh, and uh, it can't be done the way it was done before. Actually, yeah. Definitely. It's impossible for brands to now be separate from their beliefs and so many people are holding companies accountable. Um, even if it is a personal belief, they don't want to buy from a company who doesn't have good values yeah. or someone who doesn't promote um, good ideals or, or um, I don't know, it's a really interesting thing how, how consumers are really holding brands accountable. Yeah, because you have to you have to be on track. Otherwise, um, there's no way you can survive. And, and, and you need to respect. Yeah, and that's a yeah, point. Carry on. I, I forgot to mention that the, I think the future customer is going to be more uh, conscious of the values and mission of the brand. I think that is the future also, like to uh, be more mission and value driven. Whereas it's, it's hard for these big companies to. You know how it's it's uh, difficult to stand by um, the brand values. I mean, they all are. They have some kind of scandal, some kind of racist comment, or you know something that that now with social media you can't escape that. Like everyone will come and hold you accountable. So that's another thing about the future consumer. They they care about these mission and values because there is choice out there. Yeah, I agree totally, and. Um, uh, I think what's complicated then is uh, 
the necessity, the importance of uh, what we discussed before and what's going on on the web now on this, uh, I mentioned the WWD uh, page, where people are saying you need to respect uh, people's opinion and, and, and their right. But then uh, uh, you can't lie on your opinion. You need to, 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 to be proud of your opinion. And if you're a proud supporter of Trump, fine. Uh, uh, but uh, 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 assume this and don't say uh, 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 before uh, uh, the scandal, look, uh, we're all the same family and the values are really important, ta -ta -ta -ta. and suddenly after the scandal, ah no, sorry, we forgot this value, actually, we don't believe in it and we, uh, we, we are not uh, 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 all the same family anymore. In all family, you can have diverging views. That's okay. Uh, uh, but uh, then you need to be careful when you promote those family values that they are actually, it's too easy. Uh, 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 and family business, to be honest, there are plenty of family businesses, uh, 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 plenty, uh, uh, very successful, uh, and they are probably the most successful where there is still a mind, a spirit in it, and so on, that's cool. But uh, uh, it puts... Uh, an immense uh, positive and sometimes negative pressure, which is sometimes called education, which is an education which you need to stick to, and and uh, 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 and that's what we call uh, uh, values. And it's very surprising when you uh, overnight just say, uh, no, actually, we don't share the same values. Uh, uh, and I definitely, as you say, uh, 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 the way you approach different races and different communities is a value thing and not everyone is the same not everyone can be perfect but still uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's very odd um, and and when we discussed two days ago uh, three um, uh, we said can tech uh, uh, improve uh, uh, inclusivity um, and i mentioned remember that actually uh, two years ago i i i, I had an interview with uh, 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 someone at showroom privé, which was an incubator we were at, and, and um, uh, Laure, who made the interview, asked exactly this question, and actually what we realized is that tech is actually uh, uh, a new way to make it uh, compulsory for brands to integrate. So it's, uh, they manage it very carefully because they are very afraid of losing the power, but that's happening. So uh, um, let's be uh, very uh, optimistic, positive. As Brianna says, uh, we need to uh, 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 spread uh, tech as wide as possible. And as you said, three, uh, it's going to raise uh, plenty of ethical questions about uh, uh, um, yeah, how to manage data. I think it's very much like a, a power question uh, which is being raised uh, big time, uh, big time now. And do you think uh, that tech can change uh, uh, beauty, uh, like can change uh, um, um, can change the skin, can change uh, um, uh, key uh, key uh, he thinks that today are, are an issue and which are not being uh, solved. Do you think tech can contribute to that? What, 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 do, you, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it 
have can help guys. Um, like as I mentioned, the use case of using AI or machine learning yeah. to mine the web from forums, video reviews, um, to you know uh, recommend a product for the skin concern that you have or makeup concern. Like I, I put makeup, but it made my skin more dry. Like what is it? Is it some ingredient? Maybe you get hey. awareness about um, some ingredient, like I don't know, talc or something that like you don't want to put on your face or you have a special reaction because at the end of the day we're, we're so different and everyone the products are going to look different on everyone react differently for everyone and just to be more aware about what you're putting on your face and if it's helping or not um can definitely help with that yeah cool i think the the, the point with the ingredients and the very uh It's what, what uh, we said earlier on. It's not push, it's, uh, it's pull. Huh? So basically, uh, uh, what is at the center of, the, uh, of tech is, uh, is the skin, is each individual. And that's the way uh, big cultural changes and business changes have always happened. And, and I think uh, the industry over the past years has been a lot too pushy, imposing products, too much marketing, too much like... Uh, and that's over. That's game over for that. Game over, big yeah. time. So yeah, anything else is resistance, and uh, they won't. They won't succeed. Yeah. Also, with supply chain transparency, I think tech can help with that. Like, which factories are you using? Are they um, cruelty free? The the cost is always the cost and efficiency is chosen over. That's cool. You know what what's best for the environment or what's most ethical, and I think having you know, software that you can have a market where all the factories are, are there with their prices. So, so you know what, um, you know, company you're choosing to work with. So when you are in a scandal, you're not like, oh, something like way down the chain, they, they accepted and that company was affiliated with that company and, you know, hold, um, hold firms accountable for who they're choosing as their vendors and partners. So I think there is opportunity in supply chain transparency as well and it's similar in fashion where you know these factories um using very low wage to pay their employees and not giving benefits um you know because cost is now decreased for the company um and i think that also needs to change and these factories that get blacklisted they they still sell on amazon so what happened amazon like why are you doing this and Similar to beauty, why why do in factories that um, you know don't treat their employees right or don't use the most ethical practices? I think raising awareness and being aware which are acceptable vendors to work with and on uh, tech can also help with the supply chain transparency and maybe having a central marketplace for companies to find vendors. Mm, cool, like that. Yeah, fully agreed. Brianna, any any uh, any point on this or not? Uh... Um, no, I think I I think you guys covered it. I think tech has the opportunity to totally transform um, the industry in general. Um, so I agree with what you guys are saying. Yeah, I I think um, um, jump on. Uh, Uh, what we all said or what you both said uh, three from uh, uh, value chain or supply chain sorry point of view 
and uh, 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 Brianna from an industry point of view. The little exercise we did with this friend was uh, uh, um, one always takes the example of Xerox. Like Xerox basically was erased from the from the market because they missed on uh, some uh, some uh, initiative. Uh, I listened to a podcast the other day by uh, I can send it to you after if you want by Joran Zeitz who was the former CEO of uh, Puma and uh, the guy reckons that either you're part of the change or you'll go, you'll disappear basically. Uh, I reckon that in the next. Uh, two to three years, there will be one or several major uh, brands which will be wiped out via the transparency that tech is uh, bringing. Uh, uh, because, and uh, with uh, Brianna, we've been writing that on uh, kind of uh, marketing rules, the, the, the transparency means, and that's exactly what happened with the loader, huh? the full transparency because it would never have happened in France, by the way, because in France, you don't have to release who you give money to in political elections. So uh, the full transparency of saying who uh, Ronald Loder had given his money to led to the tension with Trump and led to minorities, racism, and uh, uh, to our discussion why we're here today. Uh, so... Uh, um, and if you push it further, the whole thought process is this transparency, and that's the way we got the idea about it, uh, the discrepancy between uh, a, a brand which would have specific values, which would promote specific values, uh, um, like an individual, like a politician, but in this case a brand, and for whatever reason, be it like uh, you mentioned uh, three uh, because their factory is actually not behaving well uh, be it because uh, a, a specific tech uh, like uh, uh, an app giving the ingredients like we've seen uh, shows that there is a huge gap between your claimed values and the reality and it's very difficult huh, to be aligned as an individual between what you claim values and the reality it's very difficult to be aligned but C'est la vie, quoi. Et uh, 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 this gap will lead in the next few years, and I think very rapidly, because beauty does have uh, low barriers to entry as an industry, so you can get in very quickly and get out very quickly. And very quickly, I think tech will impact one or several brands, and things will happen very, very quickly, I reckon, considering that it will be difficult to change and so on. And tech not being taken seriously by some of the players, by some of the individuals, by some, will have a huge uh, uh, impact, I, 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 I reckon. And, and that may lead to a next kind of Xerox business case with uh, why not uh, uh, someone then leading very quickly a class action which can go global because things move global very quickly, pam, 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 like what happened on racism. To be honest, we have discussions which are pretty interesting and we create a lot of tension in France due to uh, the death of uh, George Floyd. It's amazing. And it spread like overnight. 
So that's that. The same will happen on uh, on a few products and uh, uh, on a few brands, and that will be very deep. So I think uh, tech can have a huge impact on the industry, as you say. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, what did we, um, I, I was thinking while you were um, speaking uh, uh, early on, uh, you remember, uh, Brianna, we, uh, we've been discussing quite, uh, quite a lot. Well, we are 40 minutes into the interview, so we need to, into the discussion, so we need to. Uh, no, I was just thinking one, maybe uh, one or two last points, and maybe you have other questions. Uh, we discussed a lot about why in the US you vote on Tuesdays. <laughs> which was a, a huge topic. So, uh, Brianna, you gave me the answer. It's a kind of a tradition from uh, the past, uh, from the, the 18th century, if I remember well, or 18th or 19th century. Um, I'm not exactly sure what... When 19th, I, I think 19th. Yeah, maybe early 19th. Well, probably 19th century. Uh, 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 and basically, uh, I think there is a huge point today uh, uh, in France about what's going to happen in the U.S. in terms of election. Uh, uh, and that will have a huge impact on the environment uh, because of the Paris uh, Agreement, which was not signed by Trump and which probably would be signed by uh, uh, a Democrat uh, uh, candidate or president. Uh, uh, one of the points... I'm questioning, which is a kind of a, a strong point, is uh, uh, there have been discussions in France and in the US, actually, when you go on WWD, you see that there is a reaction of the white people uh, saying, look, uh, uh, we are only talking about minorities, about black people or, or specific uh, 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 minorities, uh, how to balance it out with the white people? What, what do you think of that? Um, in terms of that, um, there's minorities have been left out of the conversation for so long yes. that I think the only way to balance it out right now is to give the spotlight to minorities. Um, white people have had the spotlight since the beginning of time. <laughs> and so it's the way to make it equal and even is to just give the spotlight. No one is not caring about white people, but it's time to to give the attention and the same energy and fervor that that is given to white people to people of color and to allow them to have a voice and an experience too. So I think balancing it out may mean the spotlight has to. There needs to be a complete change of balance um, for it to then. Yes. I don't know. Have equality and. <laughs> And settle down, but I think there needs to be some radical changes first before that can happen. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What do you think, uh, Sri? Yeah. I mean, I think Brianna hit it on the spot. I the balance has to the balancing of the scales has to happen. And I mean, since the beginning of time, it's always been about um, you know white people and now like because of this movement there's so much more awareness about minorities and people of color who've been excluded from the conversation and you know it extends to 
um, even Hollywood. And I mean, slowly there's like more and more, you know, Asian representation or like different kinds of shows. Um, but it's 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 going to take some time before they're they're balanced. And for for people like I mean, some people that may, they may feel left out. I think you know it's more of an education thing like uh got like history and looking back at what the history of all the countries are and you know realizing that there's so much to give back and give voice as brianna mentioned to um people of color and how so many things have been um misconstrued like uh like blackface, you know, the, the history of it and how they used it to suppress and make it so that people are, um, uh, you know, think it's funny and that, like, black people are lazy and that, you know, they're hypersexual and all of that. Like, that that's the history of it. And people don't know. They just think, oh, they're just expressing themselves. And it's like, no, they're not. And similarly with, like, black hair also, you know, like, it's always been so looked down upon, like with the and 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 the braids used to be signs of um, the different tribes. So it has like all this historical meaning, and you know people made it so only straight hair is beautiful because they couldn't, the black people couldn't get that unless they had like a wig or a weave and things like that. So there's so much about hair too that's um, just not known, and just people just taking the braids and I mean. Cultural appropriation is one thing, and I don't know how I feel about it completely, whether it's a celebration or whether it's appropriation, but I think there will be quite some time, and I think people who feel that they're now less represented, is it's more about being self-aware and, and looking back at history. Okay. Uh, two, two last points, maybe. Uh, just one little point on what you both just said, and so if I may add my little... Uh, uh, to come back on the country that either knows well Germany, there is a big discussion today in Germany about taking out the word race out of the constitution. Uh, uh, the big challenge of that being that if you take out the word race out of the constitution, you take out the word. So it's discrimination. The Germans don't want, and they've put it in their constitution, that you are not allowed to discriminate people by race. So you say, okay, fine, let's remove the word race, but by sex as well. So let's remove the word sex and by religion. So let's remove the word religion. So uh, there is a, an interesting question and maybe actually uh, the values are probably uh, one point of focus, which could be the positive outcome of all the discussion, uh, maybe. Um, um, I think maybe did you have uh, one uh, one last question? Uh, 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 you have one last point, one last question. No? Okay. I mean, I mean, to what you just said, I mean, I think it's a fine line about, like, erasing history, you know, by removing those words, because a lot of, uh, in America, a lot of women's suffrage was born out of the civil rights movement, so, like, first after that, it really gave way for other minorities to come um, or fight for their rights, and I think by removing all that, like, like removing sex and race, is there potential that you remove the history and what what it took to get here? Um, but I also understand the sentiment of trying to be all equal and, and, and not seeing all of that yeah. um, now. But yeah, it's a fine line. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's a very, um, it's a fine line. So that's where maybe the values are. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yes. But that exactly, uh, um, we discussed the fact that I'm a, I'm a fan of the uh, Indian culture, but at the same time, I'm very, very French. Uh, so uh, if you open, uh, you can uh, basically respect uh, uh, other uh, beliefs, other cultures, and at the same time, be proud of your, uh, of your, uh, as you said, uh, uh, history, uh, traditions, uh, uh, and we can't remove everything. But uh, but interesting, cool, and tech is definitely going uh, uh, to play a huge role because that was the initial uh, discussion that uh, that we had, and I think we should uh, and we will carry on this discussion. Uh, three, you can ask uh, Brianna. <laughs> we carry on this discussion every day. <laughs> uh, so that's. Um, we always have a little, a little time where we talk about politics and talk about the uh, the situation of the world at the beginning of our <laughs> our daily call. Exactly, it's like yeah. you know, you know. Uh, in France, you always have a coffee. Exactly. In France, you always have a coffee. You go to the bar in the morning. So we, we do that even uh, remote and even uh, <laughs> even uh, even if it's not uh, in real life. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. We are extremely excited to start this series. Be on the lookout for more information about our next episode. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out. Be sure to follow Wired Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for at Wired Beauty. See you next time.